Hello listeners, it's Rob here. And this is Alicia and you're listening to the Rabisha Tennis Podcast. So we saw day two action at the Australian Open today with seven Aussies advancing to the second round, which when you combine with the five yesterday is a record going back to the early 90s. So good effort from the Aussies. Some of the Australians to advance today include the world number one who cruised through six love, six love over Danka Kovinovic. That's Ash Barty, by the way, world number one. We also saw the number one ranked men's player, Alex Derminor, defeat Tennis Sandgren in straight set. We also saw Chris O'Connell score the biggest win of his career, first top 50 win, defeating Jan Leonard Struff, the world number 37, I think, in straight sets. It was close tiebreak sets the first two and then 6-1 for the third set. Another good win for an Aussie was Alexi Popperin, who saved four match points against David Goffin from Belgium. So he won that in five sets. Goffin was hampered by fatigue or injury towards the end of and was looking very lame. So good win from Popperin. Tanasi Kokonakis, he comfortably won in straight sets, which was great to see because he's been struggling through injury and last year... He missed the open through illness, so a great win. Also, another player who another player who scored her first Australian Open win since 2015 is Samantha Stosa. She defeated another Australian, Destiny Aiva, in straight sets. That match started with nine continuous breaks of serve until finally Stosa held her serve to take out the first set. Second set was pick, they both held serve, held their serves better but it was Stosa who managed to break to get a win for the first time in Melbourne in six years. And in a late match we saw Daria Gavrilova get a straight sets win against Sarah Sorobas Tomo from Spain. So Dasha dominated the first set but it was a bit tighter in the second set. She had Several match, uh, several break points against her late in the set, but she fought them off and then held on for the win. Mm, she was up a break earlier, got was broken she? back to level it, and then luckily for Dasha, she was able to break and then serve it out. Australians who were not so successful today, we had Jordan Thompson, he ended up retiring from his match due to injury, but have not heard what that injury was, so Kasper Ruud has advanced over him. Alexander Vukic lost to Karen Kachanov in four sets. Also saw Lee to the wildcard lose in four sets to Feliciano Lopez. Feliciano Lopez. On the women's, we had Astra Sharma. She started off well, winning the first set 6-2, but still went down 6-3, 7-5 to Japanese Nao Hibano. Sharma was unluckily not able to convert a break point when it was 6-5. Hibano was serving. Sharma hit a ball that was two millimetres out, which was a break point, so it could have all changed if that was three millimetres closer. But not to be for Sharma. 
It also wasn't to be for Madison Inglis, who lost to the defending champion in straight sets. And we also had a straight sets loss for Arena Rodionova, went down to the American Madison Brengle. Going back to Inglis's match against Cannon, she jumped out to a fast start, broke early and was up. But then Cannon slowly worked her way back into the match, so it was a good effort from Inglis from Western Australia. So that sums up the Aussie action for day two. Tomorrow we go back to those that played yesterday. We will see Tomlanovic take on the world number two. That's a headline match tomorrow. She plays Simona Halep, that is. We've also got, following Tomlanovic's match, which is on Margaret Court Arena night session, we have Alex Bolt take on the number 18 seed, Grigor Dimitrov. We'll also see Kyrgios playing on his favourite court, John Kane Arena. Uh, not for seven, he takes on Frenchman H- Hugo Humbert. Humbert. Humbert, I can't pronounce names. Another Australian is James Duckworth. He takes on Felix, gosh, another name I can't pronounce, Orga Alassan, the 20th seed. He's been very much in form in Australia. Had a good run. Did he? Felix, he reached a final. Yes. That's right. He had a good run in the in his Melbourne Summer Series tournament. I can't remember which one. But he was in his seventh final, and unfortunately for Felix, he lost yet again. So he's 0 for 7 in finals at the ATP level. And the final Australian to take to the court tomorrow is qualifier Bernard Tomic. He will play Denis Shapovalov, number 11 seed. Yeah, tough match for Tomic. He's had very little preparation going into the Open. He missed last week through injury, but sometimes Bernie can turn it on and lift, so could be an interesting match. We also see some doubles action kickoff tomorrow. We've got the 20, what were they? 2020 finalists in the doubles, looking to go one better this year. We've also got the 2019 women's doubles champion, Sam Stosa, with her partner, Shui Zhang. Zhang Shui, actually. Um, they're playing as well tomorrow. It's Layla Fernandez and Heather Watson. Also got wildcards, Harrison Popperin in doubles, taking on some names I can't pronounce. Laszlo <laughs> Dejiri Dejir and Stefano Travaglia. Excuse my pronunciation. We've got Barty and Brady taking on fellow Australians Myers and Popovich. An all Aussie affair between Piers and Venus. No, he's not Aussie, he's New Zealand. New Zealander. Never mind. Piers and Venus versus Dermanor and Reed. Ebden and Smith take on Cuevas and Pella. And that rounds up all the Aussie action going on tomorrow. Other headline matches include Bianca Andrescu taking on Sue Husk. I can't pronounce her surname. We've got Novak Djokovic taking on TFO. We've got Serena Williams taking on another name I can't pronounce. Stoljanovic. It's too hard. Nina Stoljanovic. I can't pronounce these names. (laughs) Another match we've got tomorrow. Number three seed and finalist from last year is Dominic Team taking on... Kofer from Germany. Stan Marinka, a past champion, takes on Martin Fuchsvix. And Venus William, the ageless 
Venus Williams takes on Sarah Arani, a qualifier. The French Open champion Swiatek takes on Camilla Giorgi on John Kane Arena ahead of the Nick Kyrgios match. We've got Gavin Yamagurusa taking on qualifier. Oh no. What? Louis. How do you pronounce that first name? Louis Miller Samsonova. Louis Miller Samsonova. Never heard of Gavinia her. Gavinia had a, another quick match up today. And, and she she's got to get straight up. back on court tomorrow because of her delayed oh. match. Something oh. I saw whilst scrolling through my Twitter last night. I was watching this match. It was between Pekovic and Ons Jabir. So it actually happened on day one. Saw it, saw it happen, but I had it muted because I was watching other matches. But basically, she was complaining about the fact that Jabir's team were commenting after every point. She she said it in German, but based on the translation, she apparently said, shut up, really now, every bleeping point needs to be commenting or what, disgusting, just babbling all the time. And apparently, according to someone, she also said, if I hear Cestpian one more time, I'll shoot myself. I just got this from Twitter, so I don't know how legit it is, but that's apparently what she said. So reading this just made me wonder, is it fair for, was was Pekovic in the wrong or is what she's saying, is she is she fair in what she's saying in basically wanting Jabir's team to shut up or... Well, we aren't supposed to have coaching, so it's possibly crossing the fine line of coaching, but having not seen it all and heard it all, or cheering. Or just cheering, cheering every point, it's probably a bit over the top, but... There's no rule against it, as long as she, they're not being offered any coaching, it's all fine, but I know it can be annoying. In the heat of the moment, when supporters are over the top, it can become quite annoying for players, so we have seen that before, especially if you're dealing with Nick Kyrgios, he can be up and down, and it can be intimidating to be in his box, because sometimes he attacks his own support team, so... It's always a fine line between cheering too much or not enough or annoying the players. Well, some people will just say, bad luck, get on with it. So as long as it's not breaking the rules, you're not coaching, I'm all for as much cheering as they want. If you can't deal with it, that's your problem. (laughs) Uh, So day two crowds were, again... I don't know if you call them disappointing, but way down on what you would expect, even with COVID restrictions. So if you really way down from what I expected, it was more than uh, I expected in some cases. Especially Gavrilova's match, it was getting late and school night. I thought there'd be a lot less, but there was a decent atmosphere cheering her on and powering her through. And Alexi Popperin, he probably had the biggest crowd of the day, or at least in terms of percentages allowed in the stadium. So. When you hear cheering, that attracts more people and it ended up almost being capacity in court number three, which tends to be the Aussie court. They schedule a lot of Australians in court three. And last year, there was huge crowds where you had to line up just to get in, like half an hour wait just to get in to watch the Aussies. So a big crowd for Alexi Popperin, which helped lift him and possibly help get the win for him. He did say in an interview afterwards that he doesn't think he could have won if it wasn't for the crowd getting him through. Uh, so there you go. Crowd support is a big thing, and it's great seeing the crowds that we are getting here at the Aussie Open in 2021. So that's so that's a wrap. That's a wrap for today. 
We've got moving into round two now tomorrow, as we've mentioned, lots of exciting matches. I'm particularly looking forward to watching Simona Halep and Isla Tomjanovic play and also Garbine Muguruza. And I'm always looking forward to seeing Nick Kyrgios. You never know what to expect from the fiery Australian. If he's on form, he's one of the top players in the world, but he's been hampered, my favourite word tonight, by injury. Bit of a knee injury, but he looked fine in his opening round match. And on that he's note, playing Nadal doubles. didn't seem to be bothered by his injury at all today, getting a fairly easy three-set win. Bring on day three action. And that's the Rubisha Tennis podcast for today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, and our website, rubishatennis.com. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye.